from MCM Studios. Welcome to Happily Everything Disney. I'm Matt and I'm one of your hosts today. If you don't know me, I'm the man behind the Disney Comeback Index. I'm joined with my co-hosts, Christina and Mike. Hi. Hey, what's going so, on? So, we are doing a Disney World podcast and, you know, I have no idea why. I mean, maybe you guys can shed light. Why do we want to do this? Christina, what, what do you think? Why do you want to do a Disney podcast with us? Well, I'm doing this Disney podcast because I happen to have a very persistent Disney loving friend. <laughs> but no, on- <laughs> honestly, um, Disney's just brought constant joy to my life ever since I was little. When I was growing up, I loved Disney movies. I wore out my Little Mermaid VHS. And, you know, then I met my husband and going with my husband to Disney and, and now being able to take my kids it's every experience is so different and it's just it's not a vacation it's an experience and it's the one place where i can feel like i i really can leave my worries completely behind yeah i mean i, I agree 100 agree i mean i i have two kids a 13 year old boy and a 10 year old girl and uh, it's just a place where you just forget about the world you're in this bubble and you, you're just you're a kid again and, you know, whether it's the smells, the tastes, the, the rides, the attraction, you know, the shows, it's just, you just forget about everything. And, and that's why, you know, that's what I love about it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's the sum of all parts, right? It, it's the parks, it's the resorts, it's, it's you know, um, taking the Magical Express, it's, you know, um, you know, getting on a bus, getting getting on a monorail, doing a friendship boat, walking to a park, you know, eating the food and, um, you know, just, just making a dining reservation, you know, 60 days prior. I mean, it's, it's all just one wholesome experience that it can't be matched. I mean, I've been on other vacation spots, um, you know, really in 2006, when, when I married my wife, we, we started our, you know, started our vacation and journey. I was a real homebody and, you know, we did the all inclusives and we did some cruises and they were all great vacations. And I can't wait to get, get those, those journeys back. Um, but you know, having two young kids, a lot of those things are just on hold. And we did Disney world solo, um, just as a husband and wife. And, and, you know, I just absolutely fell in love with the place. Then I felt like a giant kid and then, you know, being able to take, take the two kids, you know, on, on several trips, it's been, it's just been a great journey. And, um, you know, that's kind of what this podcast is about. You know, we, we are three Disney nerds that's in love with this place. And Mike said, and like Christina said, like, we're, we're in love with the smells. Uh, we're in love with the disconnect, just disconnecting from, from everything. And, you know, that's why we're here. And we're, we're hoping Absolutely. that this podcast is kind of your, you know, in-between recovery you know it, it's almost like you you go to disney and then you can't wait to get back and and that's what we're here for we're here to help you get in between trips you know help you with that journey you know maybe do a little planning but more just build excitement for your next trip that's what the that's what the emphasis of this podcast is about well said. 
Most people are just waiting for their next trip, right? We get back and we and we are already ready to plan our next no, trip. It's, it, you're so right. <laughs> when we were there in in February 2020, you know they had bounce back offers, and and I didn't even, I didn't even tell the wife, but I booked one of those bounce back. Now it didn't happen because of the pandemic, <laughs> um, but you know I like placeholder reservations and I like dreaming big. Um, I'm, I'm sure all of us, you know, with the 50th anniversary, full steam right now. We all want to get back there, and and we could talk more about some of our future plans in, in another episode. Definitely. So this episode is very meta, right? We're, it's it's about what this podcast is about, and we kind of talked about it. Um, so, you know, in the beginning here, we're just going to go, we're going to, you know, give a new episode every other week um, up until, you know, the end of the year, and then we'll kind of revisit things. Maybe we'll get a little bit more regular, but um, we, we want to bring all kinds of different topics and scenarios. Like, we want to be the cheerleaders, right? We want to we be the Disney cheerleaders. We want to have pom-poms in our hands. We're, we're excited with you guys on your trips, and we want to hear about those trips. We're also going to have something called a hot take at the end of each episode. People know me, and we're going to talk about our Discord server and our connection and our community. But, you know, I like to throw things out there because I like to speculate. That's my that's like my favorite thing in life. And I don't know what it is, guys. I love just speculating what's coming next. This comes back, then what, what comes next? You know, like that's kind of just how I'm made up. And, and I, know, I know Mike and Christina are like that too. Um, Absolutely. That's what happens when you're a dreamer. Well, you, yeah, you, you're always throwing, you know, scenarios at me, you know, I'm, I'm you know, at work and I get a text from you and you say, it's just a random scenario about, you know, a ride or you know, what would you do here? Or what would you do at this part? It's just funny how in the middle of the day, you're thinking Disney. We all are. We are. So we're going to bring we up are. a hot take each episode and, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to debate it a little bit. And, and we're going to post that hot take on a Discord server. So we have great friends over at a Discord server. And it, there's a podcast. It's called DBC Pod, where Jason and Phil have a weekly uh, Disney podcast. And I've actually been a guest host a few times. And we could talk about some of the projects that I've worked on in the past. But it's a great established community there. And we're going to have a, a dedicated channel and thread for people to check in. So... If we ever get to episode two or 10 or 20 or 100 and you come in and you're on episode one, I want to hear your introduction. Come in and tell us what what you're about, why you're excited about Disney World. Tell us about your next trip coming up because we're going to be excited. We're not none of us are experts, you know. Um, and I and I've heard another podcast brilliantly say that we're none of us are experts. We're just passionate Disney nerds. That's what we are. That's what the three of us are. I wanted to briefly go over um, the the background that that I have. So in December of 2020, when this pandemic unfortunately was in a raging mess, still, um, I created a, a, a game called the before and after game and essentially what it was is i would select what i thought was going to come back based on hope you know and i would select a date and the community would would choose before or after um and we we actually got to topic 29 and i'm going to have topic 30 shortly and then that kind of evolved to the disney comeback index and that's where you guys might know me from so i created this giant spreadsheet to basically assess you know the modern day disney world experience first what it was in March of 2020. And we're going to have a deep dive on the Disney Comeback Index, but that's not the point of, of today's episode. Today's just just a little introductory taste of what we're about. Yeah, I remember going to your house, I think, um, to pick up my daughter, and you showed me the beginnings of the uh, Disney Comeback Index. And 
I think I left at 1 a.m. after you showed it to me. Because, it, I mean, there was just so many rows in the Excel spreadsheet of every single, I like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, how much research you, you put into it. And yeah, kudos to you, because, I mean, there were things I wouldn't even think of that you had on this list. And it was unbelievable. Uh, very, very well uh, done with the comeback index, and I'm always looking forward to hearing the updates, uh, you know, from you with that. I, I have a little emotional take on that too because that's really the the whole basis of of the dci was where i think our friendship kind of flourished because it's such a positive project and i think we all really you know disney is our happy place when you're a disney person you you know it's your happiness and you know that you you can find joy there when the rest of the world is falling apart and it was really hard on a lot of us um super fans because seeing them close and seeing the things that we love just go away for a while this project it was so you know special to me because it was reflecting, you know, normalcy coming back and just the want for things to return to some type of normal. And it's been such a nice experience, you know, over the, over these months to watch all of the things come back and our favorites come back and, and celebrate that. And it just, it gives you happiness through, you know, a, a dark world. No, right I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, we were at a party together, Christina and I and Mike and, uh, we literally just talked about Disney World the whole time. I mean, you know, our kids swam and, you know, they played and they ran around and, and we just we just sat there and talked about everything. I mean, we talked about the dining plan. We talked about the resorts. We talked about the characters. And, and then, of course, you know, about the Disney Comeback Index. I've heard people kind of look at it, you know, from a, from a negative perspective, like, ah, oh, you know, it's only at X percentage. But really, it was it was always about getting back to 100 percent. That's that's what the take was, and exactly. I, I've been on message boards, and, and I, I know you guys know that I'm I'm pretty active on a lot of different places, especially our Discord server, and I've went toe to toe to people that told me that fireworks weren't coming back. I mean, seriously, people would tell me that fireworks weren't coming back, and that just like <laughs> there's nothing, there's no way to end a day besides dealing with one of those fireworks shows. Like that's that's the way to cap off a Disney a Disney day or a Disney vacation. They're just they're just completely magical. And I took offense to that, you know, and, and I, I wanted to prove people ultimately wrong. No, this this was gonna be a comeback. And that's what the it's 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 not a negative thing. It's not oh Disney efficiency index. It's the comeback index. It's about coming back. And now the next thing is is that people were arguing that there's gonna be no protein coming back. Um and obviously we know that you know, the after hour, very merriest party, you know, they, they announced um, a couple months back that they were going to bring the Christmas parade back. And I'm hearing good things about Festival of Fantasy or something coming back early in 2022, you know, for a daytime parade. So there's a lot of positive stuff going on. And, um, and, and, and yes, I, I haven't agreed with every decision that, that Disney Brass has made. You know, um, losing Magical Express in 2022 is a bummer. And, and even paying for Fast Pass with Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and, and the individual Lightning Lane purchases. Like, yeah, those things don't sound great out of the box. But you know what? Here's how I look at it. When you're there, stuff doesn't matter. It just doesn't. I'm, 
No. And we've been here before too, where maybe something changed didn't sound so appealing, but you know what? We, we adjust to it and we, we make it work and, and we're fine later. We don't, we don't even worry about it once we get used to it. And we've done this before, you know, we can do it again. Yeah. And what, what, what is a change like in, that Disney has done that really wasn't negative to me, anything I'm, I'm always open whether they have plans to change something. I'm open to it, you know, because it, it's always for the there's, better. There's plenty of eye Epcot eye. purists that would probably freak out at that. Um, but I wrote on Maelstrom <laughs> and I thought it was great. And I don't even know if I'm saying that right. So I apologize to the purists out there. But Frozen Ever After was awesome. And, and it connected with my daughters and it connected with me. And, you know, that was kind of the first attraction that my kids got on. And, you know, to see their, their eyeballs. And I always like to say that. I, I love staring at my kids' eyes and watching them get big. And, and my eyeballs get big, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we all do it, too, I'm that, sure. You know, really rock the, the fan base. And um, and that's that's not really what this, this is about, this podcast. I mean, if, if you're looking for those real critical takes, this is probably not the place to be. You know, if, if you're looking for the place to – to get excited about your next trip and to talk about strange scenarios and hot takes and what's coming next and deep diving with us a little bit, you know, this is going to be a good home for you. Definitely a a place for some, some positive sharing and thinking about, you know, our past favorite memories and planning or thinking about our next trip. So, this wasn't in our show notes, but um, I, I figured I'm just going to kind of throw a curveball at you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I know. I know. First I know. episode. On, what is with this? First episode. Stuff, with the 50th, right? What, what number one thing stands out for you guys that you want to experience or do? or It could be anything. You know, just, just give me one thing and talk about it. So – as of this recording, I will be um, in, in Disney in three days. <laughs> and no, we're happy for you. We can't wait. <laughs> yes, yes. For me, I think Remy's uh, Ratatouille is the, the new and hot attraction. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I know my kids are. My, my daughter is as well. Just experiencing that in France, you know, the queue and everything. Uh, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, you know, I did see the YouTube videos from Disneyland Paris and I know it's very oh, oh. similar. Yes. Yeah, I, I know. Um, that, that was prior to it being built, you know, in the plans and everything. This is, you know, years ago. So, but that, that is the, the, the top thing on my list um, that I'm really looking forward to for, for the 50th. And that's that's one of many, you know. There, there's so so many. Well, things. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this really general because it, it it is general for me. Just being there to experience that, just just being there to you know celebrate the 50th anniversary, the all the sights and sounds like we like we said earlier. You could go to Disney constantly. And you will always experience something different. And that's for me and my family, that's something that, you know, that's, that's our battle. You know, you always have your, your friends and family that are a little critical of, oh, you're going to go back to Disney again. And, they just don't and people it, don't yeah. necessarily, yeah, they don't understand. You kind of have to be a Disney person to yeah. really understand that, 
it's never the same. And there's always a million more things that you want to do that you didn't get to. And so just being there and, and even just taking in the theme of the 50th and the decorations and Mickey and Minnie's outfits, it just every little thing and, and every part of it it gets me excited just to be there. So it's, you know, of course I can list a million individual things, just like, like Mike said, there's, there's always a long list for, for our type, but (laughs) to generalize it, I, I just, just to be there and, and experience that and know that we will have those memories as a family, you know, forever is, is what I'm most excited about. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I agree. What about you? That was probably the biggest happily ever after fan you could find. Um, we we made a special trip over Labor Day weekend and, and probably sacrificed a longer trip this year um, so we could see it one more time before it twinkles away, as, as Disney likes to put it. Oh, and and I'm on record. I think it's going to twinkle back one day, but that's, you know, we can talk about that at some point. The hope in my heart wants to agree with that. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say kite tails. Kite tails. Oh, I, I can't wait for kite tails. No, this looks adorable, and I definitely want to check that out too. <laughs> Actually, like I want to see Disney Enchantment. I mean, so you know, I when Harmonious live streamed, right? I I I was strong. I said, look, I'm not I'm not watching it, and I didn't. Um, I've seen some clips here and there, but I haven't watched the whole show. I kind of want to go in spoiler free as long as possible. And for Disney Enchantment, my plan was kind of just watch the pre-show and then bag and then just bag it. And I decided just to watch it because I wanted to I wanted to make peace with myself that this that happily ever after was going away. I found a way to go see it and I wanted to see what the next show is about. And I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I won't be giving any spoilers here just in case people are trying to hold back, um, you know, and, and they don't want to be spoiled. But. I thought it was good. I, th- I, th- I think it was more of a good follow-up to Wishes, and um, I don't think it's as good as, as, as Happily Ever After for sure, but it's still a good show. And, and here's the thing. It doesn't matter what you do over at Cinderella Castle. It's going to look good, you know? It's, and I mean, and that's the silver Absolutely. lining. So, and, and I think, the, I think yeah. the, the theme song is fine. I have no problems with that. And, you know, again, I won't get into individual spoilers. Um, I don't think they do as well with the projections on some things. But overall, I think it's a great show. If I had to give Happily Ever After a 10, this show would get a 7. It's still a great show, and I can't wait to see it live um, and experience it with the family. And there's a couple moments in it that I think is – it will definitely grab at your hearts and, and you know, and, and I'm looking forward to hearing Mike be able to experience it next week. And so we can talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, that's definitely, you know, the one. And I don't mean to just keep going with the 50th, but like, I can't even wait just to see all those darn statues. Just, yeah, some of them are a little goofy, you know, no pun intended, but they're fun, you know, they're fun. <laughs> and, 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 and I kind of yes. hope they have some type of collectible thing for the kids and, so I, I'm pumped. And, and, you know, even with Genie Plus, bring it on. I, I am so engaged. I can't wait to get down there again. Yeah, no, I, 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 we, we plan on using Genie Plus for the majority of the days uh, in, in the park. So um, yeah, I'm happy to, to, to share, you know, in the next episode some uh, some of the tips. Uh, I think if you really wanted to take one for the team and, and for our new podcast, you would go at least one or two days without Genie Plus and, and tell us how you made out. Oh, pressure, pressure. Well, I'll tell you what. The, 
I'll tell you what. The first day, I will not buy Genie Plus. How's that? Taking one for the team. Yeah. I don't know about that deal. It'll be nice, though. It'll be nice to have have one of us on the ground there to give us updates and and let us know. Because obviously, you know, the three of us are very, very uh, similar when it comes to what we like about Disney. And and it's going to be nice to have one of us there to to let us know about how things are and and give us like a personal feel on on the 50th. It's going to be great to hear about it. To me, the question for Mike and Christina is, will Mike get there again before we get a chance to go? So, and I well, as long as his wife follows through, uh, my my dear friend, with keeping that extra large suitcase empty, uh, yeah. then I think we'll be in good shape because I'm going to slide right in when he's not looking. It's funny. Mike told me that he said, "Look, you know, if you can, you know, keep an eye out for you know." Because I <laughs> went down over Labor Day weekend and we did we did Boo Bash and made a special appearance to see Happily Ever After. And I also got the ride, you know, Mickey's and Minnie Runaway Railway for the first time, which was awesome. And there was there's some other stuff, right? But, um, you know, Mike asked me to come home with a popcorn bucket and there was nothing. Like... And here's the thing, and this is what I've heard. I've heard that, you know, merchandise has just been brutal from a supply chain issue. Um, you know, pandemic just has had all kinds of ripple effects on everything. And at least at that time, there was no popcorn buckets, nothing special. So, Christina, you were talking about those large suitcases. We brought a suitcase, and I was hoping to stuff it with some things, especially for Mike and for yourself. And I struck out because there was just nothing there. I ate a lot of free uh, Mickey ice cream bars, which were awesome, but I couldn't bring them home. Uh, they don't travel well. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, can you drive me to the theater? Drive me, you know, my, my favorite theater bar. I was like, yeah, sure, that's no problem. Like, what time? He's like, 4 a.m. I was like, what? Well, are you kidding me? 4 a.m. I was like, you better find me a popcorn bucket then if I'm going at 4 a.m. And then, and then, he, then he says he put a file in, and then he comes back, and, and I get a brownie. Like, oh. Well, Mike, that's one brownie well, more than what I got. Uh, <laughs> so the brownie was from Boardwalk Bakery uh, at the Boardwalk. So oh. come on. It, yeah, no, it, it was it was a very delicious brownie. Um, I I probably ate seven eighths of it, and my wife had. The and that's other all you gave her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's all she wanted. I mean, I earned it. You know, I, I got. You did. I will give you that. I will give you. We're we're three a.m. wake and and fly to Disney people too in this house, so I can understand. Yeah, I mean, and you know what's great about both Mike and Christina? They're my coaches with this stuff. So there's so many times where I'm throwing ideas at them, and Christina has kind of mentioned before that you know I'm I'm kind of crazy. I'm a crazy planner because I just you know I got something in mind like. I already have a placeholder. I have like three placeholder reservations booked already, you know, and, and, and she knows it. I'm just, I can't wait to get there. And I don't know when it's going to be next, you know, and, but, um, I'm always dreaming about getting back. Um, so, so yes, you know, and these guys have, have been great years to just listen to, to, to me all over the place. And, you know, I think Mike, Mike, how many times did you say, like the the labor day. Oh, no. oh my gosh! Oh, no. yeah. oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I, it must have been every day, three times a day, different hotels, different restaurants, different parks. One day trip, two day trip, three day trip. Yeah, it was just all these different scenarios. Should I go? Should just I like, stay home? Am right. I going to be comfortable if I go? Is oh, is yeah. is the pandemic okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
well, what if we stay here? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I remember you, you had like All-Stars, Wilderness Lodge, Beach Club, uh, board, like you, you had every single hotel, I think, you actually had booked. And then you changed it every, every, every team, like every day. I mean, am I wrong, Christina? No, no, you are absolutely not. And had Port Orleans Riverside been open, I promise you that that would have been thrown in the cards as well. Yeah, it did, it definitely changed a couple times. We had my mother-in-law join us, that, and she wasn't going to it first. So we were booked at, um, at the Wilderness Lodge, and, and that was pretty ironclad until she decided to come, which was great. Um, but we didn't have room to sleep five people there. So we had to, we had to move elsewhere. Um, and at that time, there wasn't a lot of availability. And, and even now, Disney has not released all their rooms from their from the resorts. I don't know if it's a staffing thing or if they're yeah, still being somewhat mindful of the pandemic, which I don't, I don't think is the case. I really think it's just a labor issue at this point. I definitely agree, yes. So at some point, the switch is going to flip and, and, and things are definitely going to even feel more normal. Um, you know, obviously, they're, you know, by the time you guys hear this episode, you know, Port Orleans French Quarter will be open. You know, Riverside opened a couple weeks ago. Um, so, you know, things are moving in a great direction, um, but they're still like, who knows? I mean, I think on one of the Facebooks and, and again, who knows if this is true, but one of the Facebook communities, I think they said that 50% of the rooms available at Riverside. So there's still a huge amount of inventory that they're just not making available yet. Um, and you know, I, I can tell you because you guys know I'm crazy at making plans and I'm all over the place, but DVC is like locked up. If you want to rent a DVC unit, you can't do it. I mean, at least through the end of December, you just cannot do it. It's impossible. Uh, even in February, things are starting to, you know, getting filled up as well. So um, it's, you know, Disney is, is filling the rooms they're putting out there. And, and, and again, I think that's one reason, and we can talk about this, but why I don't think there's a lot of discounts out there is because, exactly. they, they, you know, yes. they put out yeah. 50% of their inventory. They're going to make sure they're they're getting top dollar on those, on those, on those rooms. So... But that trip, I know I'm kind of all over the place, which is my thing, right? But, you know, we, we went from Wilderness Lodge, and then we were just trying to take whatever we could get. Um, you know, Boardwalk became available, so I jumped into there. And then I always wanted to do Beach Club because I wanted my kids to experience Storm Along Bay, and that's where we ended up with. So. No, we we tease about your we tease about your planning and everything, but that that's you, – your idea is – um, have made some, some pretty amazing things come together. So, and, and I, I, you know, I joke about you being persistent, but you're persistent when it comes to, uh, making dreams come true, you know? So we love this so much. We love it. The three of us in regular life. So why, why not share that with all of our listeners and, and, you know, just, enjoy it together. I don't know if you're still listening at home, but if you are, we appreciate it. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. If, if you, especially if, yeah, if you made it this far, you know, we, yeah. and we that. promise we'll get Mike a new microphone at some point. If, <laughs> if you guys keep listening, we'll make sure we take care of that. I, I was told I was in, it sounds like I'm in the bathroom. I promise you I'm not, I, I'm in my, my studio here at home. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I had no. It's fine, man. As long as we don't hear a toilet, I think we're, we're in good shape. I'm listening for it. I'm waiting to catch it. I'm surprised I haven't heard any like birds chirping. Or you coming at my cockatoo or what? <laughs> I, I'm in a house full of animals in case uh, 
anybody's not understanding that. So one of my main concerns is not to mention the, the children scampering around the house, but when that happens, the parrot gets going and the dogs get going and I just live in a zoo. So if we hear a toilet flush, that's probably better than anything that would be going on over here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Christina's got like a functional zoo over at her house. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally Animal Kingdom there. Yes, yes, it's my my own yeah. little Animal Kingdom. <laughs> All right, so we're going to throw out a scenario out there, yeah. right? Um, uh, so we're going to go around as as you know, co-host. Uh, Disney World, you know, gives you a call and they just extend you a two day vacation for you and your family. And you know, we're all a family of four, which is kind of nice. Plus, Christina's thirty three animals. Yes. Um, and we, <laughs> Mike and I both have uh, have a dog, so there you go. Um, so here's the deal. So they extend a two day vacation for you and your family, family of four, and you can choose which parks you are visiting. So you only get two days, but here's the caveat, right? You can take Magic Kingdom, but if you do it Magic Kingdom, you only get half of the day. So you get, you know, from park opening till whatever the midpoint of the day, or you take the midpoint of the day to the to the evening. And and lastly, you have to make one dining reservation at one of those two parks. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the the animal lead and, and go right into that. Uh, we are in the minority when it comes to this because I have been in Disney communities for, for quite a few years now. And I know from a lot of feedback that Animal Kingdom can be called a glorified zoo or things like this. But that is my absolute top choice if I was given a spur of the moment, you know, extra day because we, uh, me and my husband and our, our two daughters, they're eight and nine. We, we, are animal obsessed. We, we are true animal lovers and just animal kingdom is a place where we never feel like we have enough time. Um, we, we could sit and, and enjoy watching the animals for, for endless amounts of time. And just knowing that we have that at our happy place is, is just a, a win-win. So definitely going for animal kingdom with that one. But, um, Let's see. I'm going to have to pick Yak and Yeti, I guess, to eat only because I hear wonderful things and I, it's somewhere I've never been. So that's on our, on our bucket list. So we'll have to pick that one. And the other one, I would have to say Hollywood Studios because that's, that's another one that just Hollywood Studios has dramatically just changed and changed and changed and blew up so much. Yeah, um, just in our in our last you know few trips, so go. We went this past March 2020, and we were two marches ago. <laughs> yes, 2020, and um, we actually were the. We can get into this another time, but uh, one of the last groups there before they closed Walt Disney World um, due to the pandemic. So we we are very lucky to have snuck in there and and gotten the full experience before then, but. I was just so impressed with how much different Hollywood Studios was and and just so much to do that I, I felt like I, I lacked a little planning when it came to that because I, I wanted more time there. Okay, so for me, if um, I had to choose the, the two parks, I would say I'm still taking Magic Kingdom for that half day. Um, you know, we're, we're a rope drop family. We're going to get the, the most out of that morning rope drop. 
you know, most people will rope drop and go to Mine Train. We rope drop, we go left, we go to Adventureland, and we'll bang out Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Pirates. We should go over to Haunted Mansion, maybe Peter Pan if it's smaller way still at that time. And I feel like we got so much accomplished just in that short portion. Um, and when, when you think of Disney World, what, what do you think of? You really think of, you know, Magic Kingdom. And ultimately, that, that's our favorite park. And even though we're only there for half a day, I'm still taking that 100%. <laughs> and as far as my second park, I, I might you know, shock you here a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with Epcot. And and hear, hear, hear me out here. So it's just two different experiences in, in one park. You know, I know now they, they change it. You know, once you get one, now it's, um, you know, Discovery, uh, Discovery Island um, or Discovery. Like, man, help me out here. It's one of the four... Uh, different. It's World Discovery, uh, you know, World Celebration, World Nature, and World Showcase. They have really four big attractions. You know, they have Test Track, they have uh, Frozen, Soarin', and and Remy's, and they're they're all family favorites. You know, minus I'm sure Remy's will be added to that list um, once we experienced it. And then they have a lot of like the, the smaller ride, like Spaceship Earth is you know it's a classic ride. Um, you know. We still enjoy, you know, Figment, Nemo, um, the, the Grand Fiesta Tour, the, the, a lot of the little rides. You know, we're not big on Mission Space, you know, spinning and around and around, you know, about a thousand times doesn't really excite me um, that much. But um, that kind of ties in, though, to where I would choose my dining, and it would probably be the, the new hot restaurant, Space 220. Definitely, um, yes. You know, just, yeah, just, just going up up, you know, in that elevator, and then like you're going, getting launched to, to space, and then you open the, the doors open, and then you walk in, and you just see all the windows, uh, and you just see Earth and, and, and space. You know, it's to me that would uh, that would be the the one experience uh, that I would probably look forward to most if, if I were to go on this two day trip. Is that that dining at space? The, the half a day is what got me because we usually always do two park days there. <laughs> I guess I'm up, right? So, but I'm still glad Magic Kingdom got chosen by one of us because I, I still think even a half a day is worth it there. But I would go with Hollywood Studios and I, I think that's easy because all the new stuff that's there. You know, Galaxy's Edge, I won't give any spoilers, but I think Rise of the Resistance is is my number one attraction. Uh, every time I get off that ride, I think to myself, like, this is why I love it here. This, this, I mean, this this is it. This is exactly why I'm here. Between that and Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway, on Sunset Boulevard, and Toy Story Land, Hollywood Studios is a lot of fun. And, and I, I like the shows, too. I like the Indiana Jones show, the Stunt Spectacular. and Frozen Sing-Along, too. Yeah, you know what? The Frozen Sing-Along gets a lot of love and it's it's funny it's a good show i mean they do a good job with it they do and and we it's it's a must do for our family um and i feel like depending on who you know who's running the show you it kind of changes a little each time because they're the actors have different humor and and that's just a, that's a show that seems to be good every time for you know in our opinion so and they kind of use like adult humor too, like where it can reach adults, which is which is nice. It reaches the kids, and it's it's obviously all appropriate, but it, it also has that you know some of the inside jokes that only adults would would appreciate, and, and that very subtle. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I would go with Hollywood Studios. I mean, the problem with Hollywood Studios is the dining. Um, Sci-fi is okay. Um, it, it's it's a cool atmosphere. You can't really see anything because it's pitch dark and and the food's cool, but it's it's not like I have to do it, you know. And, and we've I've done ho- Hollywood Brown Derby a couple times. That's a nice restaurant, but it's it's also very expensive. I wouldn't choose my dining spot from there. Um, I would probably just do like Docking Bay. Um, which is the Star Wars quick service or um, Woody's Lunchbox. You know, those are options. So, you know, that would be my Hollywood Studios day. My second day, only because you're telling me I can't go to Magic Kingdom for a full day, I would go to Epcot as well. Um, and it's more just because it's it's almost like two different parks in one. You know, half of the time, you know, especially in the morning at World Discovery and Celebration and World Nature and Kind of just soak up those things, you know, the, the, the old future world, right? And just kind of do those attractions. And then you can catch a nice lunch and dinner in World Showcase. And like Mike said, you got Space 220 there now. You have the new crate place in, in, in France. And, um, you know, it, if I had to do a sit-down dining reservation, we ate at Monsieur Paul. And again, probably not pronouncing that right, but that was that was great. You know, Anchor Shoes with the characters was a lot of fun. Oh, that was such a good experience. I, we loved that as well. I think that's a favorite for our family, especially the breakfast. We, we love uh, the breakfast there. Yeah, put me back in Anchor Shoes. Let me, let me see the girls light up with the princesses again. It's a pretty cool menu. Unfortunately for Christina at Animal Kingdom – she doesn't get to watch Rivers of Light right now because that's not around. She gets Kite Tales. Kite Tales, I was going to say, yeah. And I, and I get Pandora. Oh, Pandora. The yeah, amount of time I could just true. spend in there is, well. Yeah, I know. It's Santuli Canteen. It's That place is awesome. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and for me, I get to finish my day, you know, um, with Harmonious. So I think that's – those are my two days. And I definitely see what you guys are are saying when it comes to Epcot because I personally I really enjoy you know the countries more and everything with my husband but with the kids we we love all you know everything the the rides and and you know experiencing Nemo and seeing you know seeing all the uh, aquarium fish and that's it, it is two different completely different experiences. So I definitely agree with you guys. If I wasn't such a big animal lover and would feel like I was cheating on my friends, then I would probably pick Epcot too. And then wait till, you know, the, the you know, 2022 when, when they'll have guardians and then the oh, Moana yes. attractions. Oh, yes. And not to mention there's all, all the festivals, you know, year round that, that, that's at that park, but, you know, so you're going to have, you know, an immense amount of choices of, of food that, you know, snacks, drinks. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, if, if I had to rank the parks, I might put Epcot fourth. But if you put that two-day scenario or you put an eight-day scenario in front of me, I'm hitting Epcot in spurts. You know, I'm doing it at night. You know, I'm, I might not even get to Epcot during the day, you know, like in, in an eight-day trip. But if you tell me I got two full days, I can't hit Magic Kingdom, and I love Animal Kingdom. I think it's such an underrated park. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to also like how much, you know, we we want to go and, and and experience as much as we can and see you know see things that we don't get a chance to see in in an average amount of time. So, you know, being being the fans that we are, I think we we just want to get our hands as, on as much as possible. Yep. So we're really going to pick the parks that you know where we know we can get 
the most bang for our buck, you know, get to experience the most. And we feel like we don't have enough time at those parks, maybe on a, on a normal trip. Yeah. And, and Epcot's also walking distance to, to probably my favorite area, you know, in terms of the resorts, you know, just that boardwalk area. I just, I just love it. Um, walk out of international gateway and you know, it's such a great location. So we are going to go with a hot take right now. And, and maybe at some point we'll, we'll invent like a jingle or something. And maybe we'll even <laughs> rename it to something good. But right now I just got hot take. Here's my hot take. And I want to know what you guys think. Just a little background, right? So Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. A lot of people thought that was going to be done, you know, like Memorial Day of 2020. Right. And obviously the pandemic comes into play and then it pushes it back. And then you're thinking Labor Day and then you're thinking maybe Memorial Day 2021. And, and, and what Disney ultimately decides to do is to make it part of their 50th anniversary celebration. Um, and of course, they did a soft opening for it. But basically, it, it was released in the wild on 10-1. And... You know, why did they do that? They did it because their accountants told them to do it. You know, I mean, that's that's my perspective, that it would be good for their bottom line if they had, you know, something significant. And, and again, we talked about the 50th. There's a lot of cool things coming to it. But, you know, adding a new attraction and a new area in World Showcase is huge. And I think that was a, a pretty smart financial decision that they made and, and it was well thought out. So here's my hot take. We already have a release date for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. They announced it. It was going to come out in 2022. Nothing else. They didn't announce anything else. They didn't say it was coming for Epcot's 40th, which is 10-1, 2022. They didn't say it was coming in the winter, the spring, nothing. They just said it's coming in 2022. So I don't see why Disney would want to open Tron Light Cycle Run and Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind in the same year. I don't think it makes a lot of um, a lot of strategy sense, you know. To me, they're going to want to draw people once for Guardians, and they're going to want to draw them again for Tron. So I think that Tron will not come out in 2022. I think Tron will be in 2023, or maybe even later in 2023. And, you know, that's my hot take. I, I don't think – and it, it always felt like Tron was ahead uh, of Guardians, but – I don't think that's the case. I think that Guardians will be out first. So I would love to know what you guys think. So I, I actually, I, I, you know, agree with you. I think it's going to be 10-1 for Guardians to, to launch. I think from a marketing standpoint, just, you know, it's the 40th anniversary. Come celebrate us with a brand new attraction. And then and then from there with, with Tron, you know, I, I could see it maybe being Memorial Day 2023. You know, kick off the summer crowd. You know, the 50th anniversary is now, you know, done. Um, you know, Epcot's 40th has been around for a few months now. Now let's bring in that, those summer crowds, and we're going to kick it off with, with Tron in, in Memorial Day 2023. I'm going to go ahead and, and agree with everything that you guys said, and, and that's specifically because Disney does – have a fashion in the way that they do things and realistically it it is a business as well but um they they do seem to have have a history of of putting the spotlight on on the big new attractions and i i feel like things get their moment and and then you know we're we're gonna 
postpone this or time this a certain way to, you know, make the next thing have that moment. And I just, I, I think that early on, it did seem like Tron was ahead, but we're, we're definitely, definitely, you know, seeing that not making as much progress as we thought it would, you know, of course the pandemic and everything played a part in that, but we, we know that guardians is coming. And I, I just, from a business standpoint and from watching, you know, the way that Disney releases things and the way that, you, you know, things are, are brought to us, it, it doesn't seem that it would come before 2020. That really disappoints a lot of people, especially um, the people on our discord server, um, I know that there's very loyal people that think Tron's coming, you know, in, in 2022. Yeah, I don't think they're going to pull out, a, pull pull all their eggs out of, out of the basket at one time. I, I definitely don't. And I know that we do have some some friends on our Discord right now that are, are shaking their heads at us because they definitely think it's coming in 2022, but I just don't feel that way. This just seems like, like, like a business sense decision, like, what, you know, Let's make the, the marketing decision with, with this. Okay, it's going to be for the 40th for Tron, or uh, for, I'm sorry, for Guardians. Okay, so now let's give this time. Now, you know, what's going to happen in 2023? We can say, oh, boom, our new Tron, uh, you know, attraction is now. Yeah, I mean, I'm the classic example. You know, they they put out a bulletin that says, happily ever after is twinkling away. Last time it's in the show, you know, and I sent that to my wife and she said, do it. Do whatever you know. Do whatever it takes. To, let's go see it one more time. And you know that, that had us all thinking, didn't it? How could we get there one more time? You know, us happily ever after lovers. I mean, look at the name of this podcast. We're obviously <laughs> big happily ever after fans, but it, yeah, that that made us all feel a little anxious. You know, trying to get there for it. I think we should wrap it up. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Uh, we are Thank going for... to um, provide some show notes. Come find us on Discord. If you started listening to this episode at episode 20 and then nobody, you know, nobody just stays there, right? You know, Hopefully you go back and you listen to this first episode. You hear the three of us and, and you, you share the same passion. Talk to us. Introduce yourself. Um, you know, Join the community. Um, and, and listen, if you don't want to, that's fine too. You know, we appreciate you just listening and, and kind of just being like the quiet voice, you know, that, that kind of guides us here. Appreciate any of it. You know, anyway, just want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode. And um, we will see you in a couple weeks with a full report from Mike. We're letting our passion lead the way. So please share with us any any thoughts that you have, things that you'd like to hear. And, and just know that we appreciate you dreaming with us. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward, forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, and th- thank you for making it this far. If if you you, you know you, you come along the way for our first podcast, and you know don't forget to leave a review for us and let us know um, how you're enjoying this. All right, guys, thanks again. Awesome.